This is a Federal News Network podcast. Coming up on today's Federal Newscast, new rules for those looking for set-aside contracts for small businesses. Out with the old, in with the new, as the Army tries a pilot to offload some of its expired equipment. And a pair of senators have concerns with a Pentagon program used by many military families. These stories and more in today's Federal Newscast. Welcome to today's episode of the Federal Newscast. I'm Eric White. Contracting officers will have to double-check the size and socioeconomic status of small businesses before they award them task orders from certain contracts. A proposed rule from the Federal Acquisition Regulatory Council seeks to implement changes the Small Business Administration initiated in October 2020. Under that proposed rule, small firms would have to re-represent their size and or socioeconomic status for orders set aside exclusively for small businesses if those orders fall under an unrestricted multiple award contract. The proposed rule does not apply to GSA's schedules or any multiple award contract specifically for small businesses. Comments on the proposed rule are due by November 28th. Starting next month, contractor employees will have enhanced whistleblower protections. After a year-long effort, disclosing certain information will be permanently protected. The Federal Acquisition Regulatory Council is also making a pilot program giving contractor whistleblowers better protection from reprisal if they share certain information permanent. However, this does not apply to the Defense Department, Coast Guard, or NASA, who have a different whistleblower program for contractors. Contractors and subcontractors must inform their employees of these protections. More details emerge about why the IRS bailed from using Login.gov's advanced capabilities. Federal News Network's Jason Miller tells us more. The IRS plans to implement two or more identity credentialing providers instead of just relying on Login.gov from the General Services Administration. A new report from the Treasury Inspector General for Tax Administration says the tax agency will seek a government and non-government cloud option in the near future. The decision comes after the IRS halted its planned Login.gov implementation in March. The IG says Login.gov failed in three of four assessment areas, including business, cybersecurity, and privacy and information protection. Jason Miller, Federal News Network. The Office of Personnel Management is looking for a leader to help move the agency from legacy paper-based systems to the cloud. A current job posting for OPM's chief technology officer is open to federal employees in the competitive service, the accepted service, or the senior executive service. The incoming CTO will report directly to OPM's chief information officer, Guy Cavallo. Applications for the permanent senior-level career positions are open until October 23rd. The Army's trying to modernize just about everything right now, from helicopters to vehicles to radios. But if it's going to afford all that, it also needs to get rid of old stuff. General Randy George, the Army Chief of Staff, says the hunt for older and unneeded equipment is starting now with a 90-day pilot project in the 82nd Airborne Division and the 3rd Infantry Division. George says the goal is to reduce not just big-ticket items like vehicles. He also wants a scrub of Army units' property books to look for more smaller items that have outlived their usefulness, things that make their equipment load more complicated, heavier, and more expensive than it ought to be. 
One agency is using new technology to help solve a long-time records management challenge. Federal News Network's Justin Doubleday has those details. More than 100 diplomatic cables from 25 years ago have been declassified by the State Department using a machine learning tool. States spent about $400,000 developing the technology. Officials say it makes declassification decisions in a fraction of the time it takes employees to review old records, and it's at least 97% as accurate as human review. The agency is now considering expanding use of the tool to other types of records, including emails. Justin Doubleday. Federal News Network. Lawmakers found several issues with the Defense Department's Exceptional Family Member Program, which the Pentagon created to support those who have a family member that requires specialized services. Senators Elizabeth Warren and Tom Tillis say they are concerned that there is insufficient housing for program participants and some must pay out of pocket to have their accommodations meet ADA standards. Furthermore, in a letter last week, the lawmakers noted that DOD should improve its data practices and ability to track the housing needs while addressing health privacy concerns. As of 2022, 110,000 active duty service members got help from the program. The federal retirement claims backlog has once again beat its own record low. Federal News Network's Drew Friedman has more. Just shy of 16,000 retiring feds cases are currently sitting in the Office of Personnel Management's Retirement Services Inventory. During September, OPM processed more claims than it took in. The agency was able to dip below the record it set in June this year and shrink the backlog to a six-year low. The average time that it takes to process feds claims is also on a downward trend. But OPM's inventory of federal retirement claims is still about 3,000 above its overall goal. Drew Friedman, Federal News Network. And an ex-Army sergeant has been charged with attempting to share classified information with the Chinese government. 29-year-old Joseph Daniel Schmidt appeared in U.S. District Court on Friday, facing two felony indictments. Schmidt led intelligence units during his time in the military. After leaving the Army in early 2020, he allegedly traveled to Hong Kong with a secure network device and offered the device to Chinese authorities to help them access sensitive U.S. networks. Schmidt faces up to 20 years in prison if convicted. You can find more information about these stories at federalnewsnetwork.com, search Federal Newscast, and subscribe to the Federal Newscast wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Eric White.